Welcome, everybody. August 18th, Friday, as we come to a close of another week, the beginning of another weekend. So I think that's all a good thing. Um, and so much happening and coming up here. So we, we and hope everybody is like getting that last bit of all the summer fun you can get into. So um, not trouble, summer fun. So anyway, so Joshua is the reading I want to talk about today, the first reading. Now it's a little bit lengthy, but I think this is such a cool passage because Joshua is like writing this out. He's sharing this uh, just before he passes away. So he's like 110, I think it says in there. So maybe someone was helping him write or maybe he was pretty cool at 110. And in this passage, he's kind of reminding the people, you know, what God has done and to stand by God, kind of like what Moses did in that reading a little bit earlier this month when he said, just pause and look at everything. But here they are. They're already there. So Joshua 24, 1 through 13. Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, summoning their elders, their leaders, their judges, their officers. When they stood in ranks before God, Joshua addressed all the people. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, In times past, your fathers, down to Terah, father of Abraham and Nahor, dwelt beyond the river and served other gods. But I brought your father Abraham from the region beyond the river and led him through the entire land of Canaan. I made his descendants numerous and gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I assigned the mountain region of Seir in which to settle, while Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. So you kind of picture this this senior gentleman at 110 sitting back, maybe in their own version of a little comforter chair there, and just starting to tell the story. I mean, I can kind of think about seniors in my lifetime who have sat and just listened to their stories. And then he's telling them and reminding them. Then I sent Moses and Aaron and smote Egypt with the prodigies, which I wrought in her midst. Now, I think what's really cool about this, then I sent Moses and Aaron because we know Joshua is Moses' assistant. So think about all the stories while, you know, that he heard from Moses. Even though he may not have been, maybe he was not born yet when they took off. Maybe he was born during those 40 years, you know? Sounds like he was because it says at one point he was this young fellow helping him out in the tent. So um, he probably heard lots of good stories. And now he's telling his story. Afterward, I led you out of Egypt. And when you reached the sea, the Egyptians pursued your fathers to the Red Sea with chariots, horsemen. Because they cried out to the Lord, he put darkness between your people and the Egyptians, upon whom he brought the sea so that it engulfed them. After you witnessed what I did to Egypt and dwelt a long time in the desert, I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I delivered them to your power. You took possession, and I destroyed them, the two kings of the Amorites before you. Then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, prepared to war against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. On the contrary, he had to bless you, and I saved you from him. All these things that God does, all the difficulties that come in our lives that we think might be insurmountable. Joshua's reminding him none of it was insurmountable. Once you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, but I delivered them into your power. And I sent 
the hornets ahead of you. Ooh, ouch. That drove them out. I guess that would, it would drive me out of the way too. It wasn't your sword or your bow. Well, that saved them a little bit. Verse 13. I gave you a land that you had not tilled. Cities you had not built to dwell in. You have eaten of vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. Truly, all gift. People, look at all the gifts. And the last verse following that, verse 14, which is not in this passage today, I think is one of the coolest verses in the scriptures. In verse 14, Joshua says, Decide whom to serve. So he's sitting back, reminding them of everything God has done for them. He's prepared to leave. Who knows where he's going? He's hoping everything is in good hands as he's handing everything off. And he says, decide whom to serve. And then he says those beautiful lines. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can it be any, any more beautiful? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So perhaps a little reflection is to kind of, like Joshua asked people to kind of look back, look back. And as I thought about that, I have to admit, when I said looking, look back, the first thing that came to my mind was Bob Seger's song, Looking Back. However, in Bob Seger's song, um, he's looking back and call, calling people to look at the indifferences of their lives or the refusal to acknowledge reality. But in Joshua's looking back, it's not a negative. It's quite the opposite. It's a positive. Joshua says, look back and see the good, the positive, and embrace the positive. Learn from it and use it to continue as you move forward. Because nothing is wrong or bad in looking back if it helps our hearts move forward. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Have a great weekend, everyone.